0: We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course... Don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts.
1: Everybody, welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network. I am Talon Jenkins here with our hosts. We have Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. How are we? Uh, how are we doing tonight, boys? Uh, doing all right. The Flyers, Flyers got the win on, on Tuesday night against the
0: Flames. Carter Hart and the last laugh, just like I said. But my bets didn't do, do as well. The Blues, unfortunately, somehow lost to the Coyotes. But hopefully, get back on track here for Thursday and Friday.
2: I'm doing well. Also, I'm just sitting here waiting for the ABS to play the Canucks and can't wait to get off this thing and make some tacos and get ready for the big game.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a good way to do it. Eh? You got your two favorite teams going at it. You got some tacos on the menu. Fucking Joel's ready to party tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we get going, I uh, like always just like to plug the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Always check that out. Lots of awesome, uh, lots of awesome content, some good gambling tips, some good insight when it comes to basketball, college basketball, football, college football, and of course, hockey, tons of other stuff there, too, as well. So by all means, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website uh, and check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack group. Shout out to everybody in the Slack. We love it there. It was on fire last night with the big Ducks game, and uh, probably get some good chats going on today. So again, that's Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack
0: group. Yeah, and if you're listening to this, you, you found us somehow. But please search Hockey Gambling podcasts wherever you find your podcasts. Subscribe to us, follow, rate, review, all that good stuff. Uh, for Apple, you can go to a quick link is sg.pn/hockey, and for Spotify is sgpn s. So go ahead, subscribe, rate, review, and hopefully we can all win some money together.
1: Couldn't have said better myself there, pal. <laughs> all right, um, let's let's uh, let's jump into our Immortal Locks uh, from that we had based off of the show two days ago. So unfortunately, some of these games haven't happened yet. We're recording at about 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right now. But uh, I'll jump in first here. For my lock, I had Calgary Moneyline minus 120 against the Flyers yesterday. That was such a greasy win by Philadelphia there. You know it too, right? <laughs> it was an overtime loss, I believe for me on that one. Calgary kind of a uh, kind of screwed the pooch. But you know what? It was a it was a big day for uh, for Kevin Hayes. Got a big goal there and uh, kind of dedicated to his brother. That was pretty important and I'm I'm sure if you're a hockey fan, you're happy to see that. Um for my dog, I had who else, boys? But the fucking Anaheim Ducks money line against the Capitals. I called it. The Ducks are hot right now. I think they've won what? 8 in a row. I think so, yeah. I think it's eight. That's absolutely insane. If you had told me this team was going to win eight in a row before the season started at any point of the year, I would have told you you are full of shit. But they have. We're on the ducks here on this podcast. That was a big win. And then for my total, I have the previously noted Colorado-Vancouver game, uh, the over six. It is yet to be played. That game, when this puck dropped, and I believe it's at 10 o'clock tonight? I think that's a 9 o'clock Eastern start. Nine o'clock starts, so we'll uh, we'll keep our eyes on that one tonight just to see how I did. Yeah, um, my picks didn't, didn't do as hot, as I mentioned in, in the open. I had the Blues as my
0: lock, minus one and a half on the puck line, minus 120. I couldn't even get the win. Uh, my dog I had the Golden Knights, at plus 105 against my Hurricanes. The Hurricanes went into Vegas, got the win. I, I saved the day, though, with the total, under five and a half in the Flames-Flyers game. Great goalie matchup there. Carter Hart was incredible. Jacob Markstrom is just He's, he's incredible as well, but good nice two one win there to uh, for the Flyers and also win my bet.
2: Yeah, I hit my lock with the Rangers. It was uh, minus one sixty. I found a book selling minus one forty five, and I closed minus two hundred. That just feels like a win on its own. Whenever you can get fifty five cents of closing line value without much player information, that that that's a win on its own. Uh, the total pushed on here, but I bet the over five and a half and the Canes Knights. At minus 123. So that came through as well. And uh, yeah, I'm just waiting on the dog. But I went nine and two in my Slack picks yesterday. So just pay attention to that. That's two big slates in a row, just killing it. I think it's 17 and three now from the Saturday and Tuesday slates. So
1: damn. Let's go. Sometimes you got to ride the hot hand. Y'all, so everybody listening there, join the Slack group and uh, follow Joel, tail him. And it looks like you'll be set to make some money. Kids hot.
2: Just waiting for the Kings here. Got them at plus 130, and then, of course, the Caps played yesterday, and they had all that uh, COVID news, so a bunch of guys ruled out. So the Kings are now a pick'em against the Caps, so that's looking good as well.
1: Actually, I jumped in on that, too. Pretty excited to see how it goes. All right, moving down to some NHL news and uh, discussion topics. Not too much has happened since uh, since we recorded about a day and a half ago, but there has been a couple things that popped up on the radar. Uh, looks like New York Islanders, Ryan Pollock out four to six weeks with a lower body injury. This is a team on the island, guys, that have kind of struggled to get it together this year. Obviously, we know they're a strong team, we know they have great coaching, they have great management. It's been tough with them playing on the road every game so far this season. We've talked about that on previous shows. Obviously, this is a team we do expect to turn it around. But uh, with Pollock out for four to six weeks, it definitely doesn't help the cause.
0: Yeah, Pollock's a big loss for them. Their their 13-game road trip to start the season just ended. Their uh, home opener finally is, is on Saturday, kind of five weeks into the season. So, But they've lost four in a row. Losing one of their best defensemen is definitely going to hurt them. We'll see if they can get it together at their home barn, though.
2: Yeah, Pullock and Pellock are like the engine of this team. That first line, defensive pairing, uh, that's a big blow. But you know what? They're they're just slightly below 500 going home. Uh, getting those 13 road games out of the way early on is is I think I think they'll pull it pull it together and they'll they'll string some wins together and get themselves back in the mix. So I'm not too worried about the Islanders, even even without Pulock, because uh, yeah, he'll be back when it comes to the meat of the season, and they'll they'll. They'll find a way into the playoffs, and from there, this team is as dangerous as any. For sure, and
1: to kind of help make up for it a little bit, they did recently get uh, Semyon Varlamov back. Obviously, they do have Ilya Sorokin as well, but being able to ride those two as a nice 1-2 punch, a 1A, a 1B, that's got to be up there with one of the top goaltending tandems in the league at this point. All right, moving down uh, back again on the injury front. Uh, the Florida Panthers. Unfortunately, Alexander Barkov is considered week to week after suffering a knee injury. Um, there is some good news, though. Word came out that he won't need surgery, but uh, it looked like a pretty nasty clip that he got there. It's kind of a big loss for Florida here.
0: That's a huge loss for them, the, uh, the reigning Selkie Trophy winner. I mean, he's finally shed that most underrated player in the league. League label now he's now he's out for a few weeks but the Panthers I mean their center depth isn't that great they got it says here Sam Bennett top line Anton Lundell second line Joe Thornton still kicking third line but I mean the Panthers like the Islanders they have two solid goalies Bobrovsky is really playing well this season Spencer Knight the, the young kid's kind of coming into his own so maybe they'll be able to kind of kind of float there a little bit but don't go too hard on the Panthers without Barkov but it depends on the opponent.
2: Yeah, this guy—he's uh, one of the most important players to a team as any in the league. He makes everyone on the line better. Yeah, this is this is tough for the Panthers, but uh, they're they're getting some depth there uh, in that team. So, uh, like like the Islanders, I'm not too worried about the Panthers either, especially when they built such a nice cushion at the top of the division there.
1: Yeah, they uh, they have been pretty strong all year, and even even. There's certain teams that like you'll look in the standings and they're very well. They're high up there and stuff. But when you watch them play a game, they don't necessarily drive the game or have control. That's not the case for Florida. They're normally uh, they're normally well in control in most games. And like you said, too, they've had some pretty great goaltending as well. So that definitely helps the cause. And just looking at their schedule coming up too, it looks like New Jersey, Minnesota, Philadelphia, Washington and Seattle for the next five games. There is some decent teams in there, but it's not necessarily the toughest level of competition. So hopefully they'll be able to kind of uh, pull it out and fight it.
0: Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. From NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%. For example, if you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. The max wager match is $750 for a $1,500 match. Why not use some of those bonuses to bet on our mortal locks this week? Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new PropSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. You can browse the activity feed to stay in the know, and there's a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match it up to $500. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. When making your bets, always make sure to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets.
1: And uh, moving down here, we do have some good news out of Anaheim here. Kind of a nice little milestone here. Uh, Anaheim Ducks forward Ryan Getzlav records his 1,000th career point on an uh, assist on a Cam Fowler goal last night. Um, He is the first player in Ducks history to hit the thousand career point marker and the 92nd player of all time to reach 1,000. That's that's pretty cool to see.
0: Yeah, they're bunch of quacks going on in the chat last night when that happened he's now yeah he now has more points this season in 17 games than he had last season in 48 games so just really resurgent year for forgets laugh with all those young guys around him
2: yeah it's good to see this is a guy that was testing the market maybe he was thinking about moving to uh stanley cup contender you know get one more for his career's done but he decided to stick around in his home there and uh good for him he's leading by example
0: He's sticking around and making the Ducks a Stanley Cup contender.
2: That's true. Yeah, look
1: at them go. Yeah, he's always been a pretty good setup man, too. It's pretty fitting that uh, that he gets his 1,000th career point with an assist. Looks like over his career, he has 280 goals and 720 apples. <laughs> Just feeding the puck to Corey Perry for 10 years, I guess, will do that. Ed. And Pat Maroon. And Patty Maroon. <laughs> this is a guy, though, that came into the league in 2005 and... You know, all things considered, he's been relatively healthy, too, so that definitely goes a long way to uh, to hitting that 1,000-point marker.
0: He's been in the league long enough where, on hockey reference, the team uh, abbreviation is MDA for the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> so that tells you how, how long he's been here.
1: Speaks volumes right there, eh? All right, guys. Well, uh, like I said, not too much for news since we last covered, but we do have a big 11-game 11, uh, 11 Thursday slate here. You, uh you ready to just jump on in? Let's get it started. All right, we'll kick things off here. We have the first game on the docket at 7 p.m. We have the Calgary Flames against the Buffalo Sabres. The game itself is in Buffalo. It uh, looks like Calgary line pays off minus 180. Buffalo money line 155. The over-under is set at 5.5. The over pays minus 105. The under minus 115. This is one of those games where... It doesn't necessarily pay off as much as you would like to bet Calgary. Although at minus 180, it's still a decent, it could be worse, right? With that being said, I'm liking the over at 5.5, paying off minus 105 here. Both the Flames and Buffalo are averaging three goals per game. So with the over or under set at 5.5, I do like that. Uh, it looks like they could hit the six marker. It could be a blowout for Calgary, but Buffalo's proven they can put pucks in the net too here. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of the over.
0: Both these teams are are kind of struggling with it. And the Flames played well in the first period and for a portion of the, of the latter half of the game against the Flyers, but they, they they couldn't get it done. But that was their fourth loss in the last five games, their what sixth loss in the last eight games. So, I mean, in Buffalo's coming off that, that big win in Pittsburgh. There were big underdogs there. But like you said, I don't think you can take the Flames here at minus 180. Maybe take a look at the regulation line. Seven of their eight wins have been in regulation so far this season.
2: Yeah, I don't mind over there. Uh, the Flyers had nearly five expected goals against them in the last game. But, of course, Markstrom, he uh, seals the net up pretty good. So as long as you get the, you know, not elite goaltending, not bad goaltending, if you get average goaltending from Markstrom, this this, this the, the Sabres could get a couple goals here and help push it over. I do like the Flames to win this game, though. They're, they were piss poor against the Flyers, and I expect them to bounce back. Um, that's been the way this road trip has gone. You know, they lost one and then they, they beat the Senators and then uh, they lost the Flyers. So uh, zigzagging away here, they'll beat the Sabres here as well. But uh, no strong <laughs> feel in this game. <laughs>
1: All right, moving down again here to the 7 p.m. slot. We have the New York Rangers against none other than the red hot Toronto Maple Leafs. The game itself is in Toronto. It looks like New York money lines paying off plus 150. Uh, Toronto Moneyline minus 170. The over/under is set at 5.5. The over pays minus 120. The under plus 100. Uh, Joel, what do you got for us here, bud?
2: I finally found a spot to jump off the Leafs. <laughs> it's back in the Rangers. Uh, I've been backing them for uh, most of the season. Actually, they've been they've been pretty good to me. You know, the, the 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 Leafs are a strong team at home. They've won eight, lost three. But the the Rangers are a great team on the on the road too. They've uh, they've won six. Lost two and then uh lost a couple of overtime games. But uh, yeah, I think the Rangers can uh, match up well with Toronto here. The multiple lines uh they got depth in all four all four lines and they they can easily uh, uh neutralize the the Leafs offense here, I think, especially with Shisterkin and Net. Um I also kinda like the over here though. Uh both teams are attack focused. The uh, expected goals are, are fairly high for both teams, especially Toronto. But, uh, yeah, if if we don't get elite goaltending like the, the, the Flames-Sabers game, I, I think we could see a lot of goals in this one. So over, over five and a half and, uh, Rangers for a dog here. At plus 150, I think it's a great price.
0: I'm right there with you on the Rangers. I mean, this line is similar enough to the Flames-Sabers one. This These teams are much closer than those two, especially because Shisterkin has already stolen a win against the Leafs this season. Toronto's red hot, but the Rangers are red hot too. They've won four in a row. They they had a few good home wins there. And now, they're, now they're going on the road to Toronto, but I kind of like the under here just based off the goaltending matchup. I mean, Shisterkin, we've seen what he can do. Jack Campbell has a 9-4-3 save percentage, so I'm going to have to get, go against you on the total, but Uh, I'm leaning leaning towards Rangers. Definitely plus 150 is is a great price.
1: Well, I'm with you on one of those here, Ryan. I I think you can guess which one it is. I am leaning a bit more towards the under here at 5.5, paying off a plus 100 for one sole purpose. And honestly, this is such a bad metric to place a bet with. But every time that the Leafs play the, the Rangers, they seem to shut us down offensively. It all dates back to a Gorgiev game about two years ago where the guy stood on his head on his birthday, no less. Don't remember the score, but I remember we got shut out pretty damn bad. And it's just kind of followed suit ever since then. So even if Shosturkin is in net, traditionally he has played well against Toronto as well. It could kind of contain contain the offensive firepower that the Leafs do have. With that being said, New York does have the ability to score too. So it is a risky bet. But I'm leaning the under here at 5.5 plus 100. And what I am going to have my eyes on is the line for this game. I feel like a lot of people will be betting New York, you know, between now and the actual game start. So you might be able to get Toronto at minus 150. There's no way in hell I'm betting against my Leafs, boys. You know that. Not that way they're playing right now. They've won eight out of the last nine. Jack Campbell has three shutouts in the month of November. We're 17 days in. Looks like he's projected to get the start. I'm taking the under, and I'm waiting to see if that line drops and taking Leafs' money line. All right, and moving down here again at the 7 p.m. slate, we have the New Jersey Devils against the Florida Panthers. Uh, the game itself is in Florida. Looks like New Jersey money line pays off plus 165. Florida money line minus 195. The over-under is set at six. The over pays minus 105. The under minus 115. Now, I know we were just talking a little bit about Florida and how uh, they are going to be missing Alexander Barkov. With that being said, I'm taking the friggin' Panthers puck line at plus 120. Eight of 11 of Florida's wins have been by two goals. That's not enough right there is enough for me to believe that I think that they're going to come out. Maybe they'll get a 4-1 win. Maybe a, it'll be a 4-2 with an empty net or something along those lines. But I'll, uh, I'll sprinkle some money on that puck line at plus 120.
0: Yeah, you, you already know I'm on my Panthers. I mean, they had a had a skid there, had, had four straight losses, including two past regulation. But, I mean, they, they hammered the Islanders 6-1 at home. It really wasn't a contest. I think they scored four... Four in the first period. Devils, those there's they, they have two straight losses. They had a, a tough shootout loss against the Rangers, but I just feel like Florida is the much better team here. Uh, the Devils won the first matchup seven three, but it was a back to back for the Panthers. Florida's going to want to get revenge here, and I like what you said about the the two goal wins.
2: I'm going to be there right there with you on the puck line. Yeah, I got to agree with you guys here. Uh, Florida still hasn't lost a game at home. Uh, You mentioned those uh, two goal wins all the time Plus the the revenge factor I can't find anything that leads me to betting Jersey in this spot So I I gotta agree with you with the the Panthers here I don't have anything more to add
1: I hate it when we're on the same thing boys We say it every show This screams New Jersey win right now But fuck it We'll go with the puck line on the Panthers here Why not? All right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, the game itself is in Philadelphia. It looks like Tampa money line pays off minus 135, Philadelphia money line plus 115. Uh, the over under is set at 5.5, over paying off minus 120, the under plus 100. Take it away here, Ryan. Flyers coming off a,
0: a good overtime win against the Flames, two-one. But I mean, their offense still has has not been happening. They scored two goals or fewer that, that were not empty net goals in each of their last nine games. Their one goal, their one game they scored three was against Arizona. They scored two in the final few minutes, including an empty netter. Their offense just isn't getting anything done here. That's why I, I'm leaning toward towards the under here, especially with Carter Hart and Andre Vasilevsky expecting to get the, get the starts. Uh, Tampa is also. Doing low-scoring games recently, they have three straight unders and five of their last six. The Flyers have had eight of their last nine go under to the total. And as far as the side here is concerned, I'm I, I have to lean towards the Lightning. The Flyers have been alternating wins and losses each of their last nine games. The Lightning are still really good, and I don't think the Flyers really have the process there yet to to take them down.
2: Yeah, I think we're saying. uh Last episode, at least I was that the Flyers are a little bit fraudulent. You know, they keep sneaking out these wins. You know, they they're catching teams in bad spots. <laughs> the flames, they didn't exactly uh, help me with that with that take there, but I, I think the Lightning will do it here. They'll they'll expose the Flyers here. Uh, they're getting better. They're playing better. They're no longer just depending on Vasilevskiy to bail them out. They're scoring a few goals here. They are helping up defensively, so uh, I, I think they can get it done here in a low-scoring game.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you, Joel. And you, you hit uh, the nail right on the head. Tampa's starting to kind of find their own way. They're starting to take stride a bit. They haven't lost in regulation in the last eight games. So they are kind of starting to pick it up a bit together. Vasilevsky's finding his own. The hangover's over, I guess you could say. I'm uh, I'm with you. I'm taking Tampa Bay money line at minus 135.
0: We're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash S-G-P-N. Have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Price Picks has the best NHL DFS prop game on the market. They offer more NHL props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as the bottom six grinders. They offer any prop you can think of, from shots to goals and everything in between. You can pick two to five players and an over under on their projections to win up to 10 times on any entry. And it's just you against the projected numbers. They allow mixed sport entries as well. So you can take the over on a Connor McDavid prop combined with the under on a LeBron James prop in the same entry. You can use them, the award-winning app on both the app store and Google play entries can be made in 60 seconds or less and price picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out PrizePicks.com and use promo code SGP to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Or go to your app store and download the app today. Picks is daily fantasy made easy.
1: Uh, Moving down again to the 7 p.m. slate. A lot of games at 7 tomorrow, eh? Jesus. The Pittsburgh Penguins against the Montreal Canadiens. It looks like the game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Pittsburgh money line pays off minus 145. Montreal money line plus 125. The over under is set at 5.5. The over pays minus 115. The under minus 105. This is such a shitty game. Pittsburgh hasn't been playing that great lately. They've been struggling. Montreal has no goaltending. It looks like Jake Allen is still injured. If I had to go one way or the other, I would just probably lean a bit more towards Pittsburgh. Even though they have been struggling as of late, we have seen what they can do as a team. Crosby's clearly pissed off. We saw that a few games ago. I think it's going to go into uh, into the Habitat de Montreal and just light the goddamn lamp. Pittsburgh money line, minus 145 is my play here.
0: I don't know how you can bet on the Penguins right now. They lost
1: 6-3 <laughs> six, six to the
0: Senators, 6-1 to to the Capitals. And, and finally, 2-1 to the Sabres at home. I mean, the Canadians aren't much better. I, I don't, I'm not going to put a lot of money on them, if if at all, but I feel like you have to take a dog here, but I feel like a better look might be the under. I mean, Montreal scored two goals in three straight games, uh, two goals or fewer in six or the last seven, and two goals or fewer in 14 of 18 games this season. And the Penguins have scored three or fewer in five straight, six of seven, and ten of the last 12 games. So you could see maybe a Pittsburgh 3-2 win here, maybe get a correct score if you want to go for, go for a long shot, but I feel like the under 5.5 at, at minus 105 is the best play in this game.
2: Yeah, I, I, I got to lean with the Canadians here. The, uh, the Penguins, they've, they've still only won one road game. Uh, they lost a couple OT games, but all the same, that's still only one win, and the, the Canadians have been a little bit better than home, I mean, 3-6, <laughs> and six, but it's a lot better than a 1-8 and eight away record which which, uh gives him the stink (laughs) but uh i'd feel a lot better about this if jake allen were healthy but then again uh kane premier put up a good performance against the rangers held them in the game so uh yeah if it's him or even montembo i I do like the canadians here at plus money at home it'll defend uh, the city of montreal
1: Right on, moving down to our 8 p.m. slate here. We have the San Jose Sharks against the St. Louis Blues. Uh, Looks like the game itself is in St. Louis. San Jose Moneyline is paying off plus 135. St. Louis Moneyline minus 155. The over-under is set at minus, or sorry, at 5.5. The over-pays minus 120. The under plus 100. This is tough, boys. I was pumping the tires of St. Louis pretty damn hard last week, and uh, they kind of went and slapped me in the face with it. With that being said, this Blues team is coming off the most embarrassing loss they'll have all year, losing to the goddamn Arizona Coyotes 3-2. They're currently looking to break a four-game losing streak, and what better place to do that than at home? I'm taking St. Louis Moneyline, minus 155.
0: I I can't do it after getting screwed by both of these teams (laughs) on Tuesday night. I had the Blues, and I had the Wild against the Sharks. The Sharks beat the Wild 4-1. The Blues lost to the Coyotes 3-2. So the Blues are in timeout for me for a little bit until they get back in my good graces. They, they've still lost four in a row, still riding that losing streak. The Sharks have been tough this season, tougher than we thought they would be. I mean, the Blues are the play here. I'm not going to bet it, but St. Louis is at home. They're going to they're going to win sometime.
2: Yeah, our Sharks getting people back from their uh, COVID absence, uh, and uh, they 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 put in a good performance against the Wild. Uh, f- no strong play here, but the number tells me the the Sharks to the side here plus one thirty five. Yeah, this one will we'll see who's called in for goaltending duties, but yeah, my lean would be the Sharks here in this spot just because of the number. I think the Blues are the better team, and, and yeah, you're right they're they're the more desperate team at this point after losing four straight. But we, we've said the same thing about them when they played the Coyotes and they couldn't get that done. So I, I can't <laughs> I can't use the same logic here. So I'll I'll have to ride with the the Sharks here.
1: Uh, moving down again at the APM slate, we have the Dallas Stars against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, the game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, looks like Dallas Moneyline pays off plus 120. Minnesota Moneyline minus 140. The over under is set at 5.5, both over and under paying minus 110. Uh, Ryan, what are you thinking here, bud?
0: These are two teams I don't know what to make of right now. The Wild kind of started off slow and they had that four-game win streak, and they've lost two of their last three, with the only win coming against Seattle, who has not been good this season. Dallas finally got their first two regulation wins of the season in their past two games, both 5-2 wins, so maybe they're starting to find it. They played six straight over games, and that might be the play here. I mean, they've scored three or more goals in each of the last or five of the past six games it's tough because if Talbot's starting, he's, he's always solid, and you never know who's going to be starting for Dallas. I don't have really a, a, a great play here. I lean to the Wild just because they're at home. At, at, they're 4-2 and two at home. Dallas is 3-4-1 and one on the road. So I lean towards the home team and the over a little bit.
2: Yeah, it could be a sneaky over spot. You know, the Wild, they're a more attacking team than they have been the last decade, it seems like. Um, but the Stars, they could always that up because you know they like to play those three two games every single game yeah i've been betting the stars basically all season and they finally start to reward me in the last few games so that's good uh, uh they're better than i think the record suggests but at the same time that the, the wild are coming off that loss of the sharks uh i would lean to the wild in this spot. stars they're not as good on the road as they are at home um yeah no strong play for me here on this one either but i would lean to the wild and yeah, maybe a sneaky over.
1: I'm uh, I'm glad you said that at the end there with the over. I noted I've been betting Dallas Stars unders all season long and lately kind of getting burnt by it. But uh, yesterday I had their over against Detroit, and that hit, the final score was 5-2. to two, So maybe, uh, maybe I'm going to start trying to differentiate from the pattern a bit here. I'll take the over in this game at 5.5, paying off minus 110. We've seen Minnesota has been able to score. Apparently Dallas can too now. Who fucking knew? But uh, I'll uh, I'll take that over at five point five. And now moving down to our nine PM slate here, we have the to rematch here. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, this time the game is in Edmonton. It looks like Winnipeg money line pays off plus one thirty five. Edmonton money line pays off minus one fifty five. The over under is set at six. The over pays minus one twenty. The under plus one hundred. Boys, the Jets are kind of hot right now. After that big win in the Oilers, they're currently on a three-game winning streak. If they can kind of lock this one out as a dog on the road, it might solidify them to give them a little bit of a boost that they're looking for to get things back on the rails. So you know they're going to be coming into this game hot. With that being said, you can't doubt Edmonton as well. They're going to be wanting to bounce back, especially at home here. But I'm on Winnipeg Moneyline, plus 135 here. Give me the road, dogs. Let's go. Yeah, I was, I was upset I didn't get a chance to watch this on
0: Tuesday night because I, I was at the Flyers game. But looking at the uh, the advanced stats here, the, the Jets outscored the Oilers 3-0 at 5-on-5 despite expected goals being around the same for each team. The Oilers had 46.97% of expected goals at 5-on-5. It's tough to beat anyone back-to-back games even though the Jets did sweep the Oilers in the playoffs. So I'm going to say that at the same time. But I like, the, I like the Oilers here at home. They're 6-1 at home. They haven't lost back-to-back games yet this season. I don't think they're going to do it to the Jets. Minus 155 may be a bit long for that, so maybe take a look at, at a puck line or regulation.
2: Yeah, the over is uh, too easy to handicap, right, with the Oilers games. <laughs> right now they're 10-5, and five, the over. Um, but I actually lean to the side as well with the Oilers. Yeah, of course they got the first-ranked power play in the league, and the the, the Jets were what twenty-nine thirtieth. And uh, both of the, the Oilers' goals were on the power play uh, in the last meeting. And I said that if the Jets are going to win, they better stay out of the box. And uh, they they had four penalties, which is okay, and they gave up two goals. So that's exactly fifty percent. Uh, but the Oilers, I think that they can. Uh, yeah, they're they're much better at home. They're six and one there, and the Jets they've only won two away games, so. Uh, I do like the Oilers to to come out on top in this one.
1: All right, moving on again to our 9 p.m. slate here. We have my yeah, that's right. I'll start saying my my Columbus Blue Jackets against the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, the game itself is in Arizona. Looks like Columbus money lines paying off minus one fifty five. Arizona money line plus one thirty five. The over under is set at five point five. Over pays plus one hundred. The under minus one twenty. Boys, I know people might be kind of hot in Arizona because they got a sneaky win against St. Louis here, but we all know that they're the shittiest team we've probably seen in the past decade in this league. I'm liking Columbus' puck line here at plus 165. The money line at minus 155 is pretty intriguing, true, a bit more of a safer bet. But Columbus' puck line, plus 165. We've seen Elvis Merzlikens. He's expected to get the start. He's been playing awesome this year, 6-2-0 on the year. And Columbus as a team themselves are ninth in league scoring. So we know that they can put the puck on the net. We know that Arizona's, uh, I don't even want to say hit or miss. They're more so just miss, 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 get a bunt every now and then, and then another bunch of fucking misses. So I'm taking uh, the puck line at plus 165 here.
0: Yeah, it's getting chilly out there, so it's time to put on those jackets. Uh, I'm on Columbus here. Uh, I think I'm just going to stick with the money line because they have had quite a few overtime and shootout wins. Only four of their eight wins have been in regulation so far this season. And their five losses have, have all been just pretty solid teams. They lost in Detroit, lost to Carolina, lost to the Rangers, lost to the Capitals and the Rangers again. So Columbus has been taking care of business against kind of average or bad teams. And the Coyotes are definitely a bad team. Uh, they got outshot 36-23 despite winning 3-2. I might go heavy on on the jackets here after the Coyotes screwed me on Tuesday.
2: Yeah, we saw what happened uh, the last time the Coyotes won a game, which was the only time they won a game before they beat the Blues. (laughs) They lost 5-2 to the Wild, so I think there's going to be a similar result here. Um, I'm not too high on the Jackets. I think they're a bit fraudulent. They're not going to stay in a playoff position forever. And, uh, yeah, the the Coyotes are dead last in expected goals at a measly 1.78, so they're not even expected to score two goals a game, five on five. And, of course, their power play is, is dead shit, too. So uh, I can only look at the Jackets here. Anything under minus 200, I think you got a hammer.
1: Now, just on a side note here, like, I don't even think I can name, like, five players on Arizona right now. That's how terrible this team is. There's like, there's such things like a glorified tank or like a dignified tank, but they just threw that right out the fucking window here. Eh? <laughs> yeah. I think
0: no. uh, Shane,
1: Shane Goss is probably leading them points. there's some, he's up there at least
2: leading defense. Yeah, he he's been playing well. He's like their best player right now. Even uh, Jacob is he's, he's been shit too.
1: Yeah, what do you expect, right? Literally no help, zero support. Obviously, we know that Jacob Chickren is a good player. Tough luck, though.
2: Yeah, it's All hard right. to get up for these games when you just <laughs> get demolished, and you're 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 constantly in your own zone the whole game long. So I can understand it. <laughs> All
1: right, moving down to the 10 p.m. game here. Boys, this is a tough one for this podcast. eh? I mean, as far as hockey gambling podcast teams go, I think the fan base is going to be divided a little bit here. We have the Carolina Hurricanes against our red fucking hot Anaheim Ducks. Game itself is at 10 p.m. The game is in Anaheim. Uh looks like Carolina, Carolina Moneyline is paying off minus 140. Anaheim Moneyline plus 120. The over-under is set at 5.5, both over and under paying
2: minus 110.
1: Uh, Joel, what do you think here, bud? What are your ducks going to do?
2: <laughs> I think I got to leave the pond here, boys. Uh, <laughs> I'm back in the canes, right? These are the two. It's a good sign for our podcast because these are the two teams that have won the most money for betters. If you just look at the Moneyline spread. The Canes and Ducks, number one and two respectively. So we're doing a good thing if we're, we're high on these two teams because they're winning people money every night. Uh, but yeah, Ducks—they've they, won eight in a row. They don't deserve that. I mean, we love them, but come on, eight in a row—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, the bubble's <laughs> gonna burst, and the Canes are the right team to do it. Uh, they're the, pretty much the best team in the league the way they're playing right now, uh, both in terms of expected goals and against—you know—the top five in both. Goaltending is there. And the ducks, you know they got these young guys firing, but uh, you can't sustain it forever. And I think that once they get a real good team in the canes here, I think that that, that bubble will burst tonight or tomorrow night.
0: yeah, I, I have to join Joel here and hop off the, the duck train that Carolina went into vegas, took took care of them pretty easily, outshot 42 forty two, twenty three and a four two win. And Joel said they're top five in both expected goals in and Corsi four and the Ducks are bottom 10 in Corsi 4 and expected goals. So, John Gibson can only carry him for so long. You know, maybe they'll carry him against the Hurricanes here, but I like the Hurricanes. You're not going to see him at minus 140 very often. So, if, if you can get him there, I, I would do it.
1: Those are all pretty fair inputs, boys. Now, with that being said, these guys might be ready to put down their quack pipes. But I'm still on my ducks here. I'm going to ride the hot hand until they lose for me. I'm going to take a big, long hit out of that quack pipe. I'm going to blow it up, and I'm going to celebrate my Anaheim win over the Hurricanes this week. I'm taking the ducks, dogs, plus 120 at home. Sneaky play, too, I do want to add in here. I also do like the under. Uh, it is a pretty good goaltending game. We talk about this a lot whenever the Ducks are playing a good team. John Gibson's a great goalie. Frederick Anderson has a 9-2-0 record, a 1.77 GAA, and a .938 save percentage. So if you are uh, if you don't want to completely jump off the bandwagon here for the Ducks, take the under. With that being said, I'm still on my boys in Anaheim.
0: Yeah, I, I wanted to mention the under as well. For the Ducks, for their past, or five of their past, or seven, five of the past seven games have gone under, and three of the past four Hurricanes games have been under. So you could see a, a good goalie battle there. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io today. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today.
1: All right, moving down again to our 10 p.m. slate. And the last game we have on the Thursday docket here, we have the Detroit Red Wings against the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, the game itself is in Vegas. It looks like Detroit Moneyline pays off plus 145. Uh, Vegas Moneyline minus 165. The over-under is set at 5.5. 5. Uh, Over pays minus 120. And the under plus 100. Uh, what do you got here, Ryan?
0: I'm going back to the Golden Knights. They were my dog last show. I feel like they're gonna gonna get it done here against Detroit. They're 5 uh, five five four and oh at home. Detroit's three six and oh away. Detroit's lost t- two straight, uh three of the last four. The last two last two losses five two and five three. I think Vegas is better than both Dallas and Columbus, who they just lost to. And I feel like Vegas just, just gets back gets back at it here at home against against a Detroit team that's Really, not, not as good as the record has shown so far. And Vegas is better than the record shown so far. So I, I like Vegas here at minus 165.
2: Yeah, I lean that way too. They're going to respond after losing to the Canes there. Um, Detroit, they're in a bit of a free fall. But the better play here for me is the over because, in terms of expected goals, the Knights and the Red Wings in the top five goals for and both in the top or the bottom 10 in goals against. So they have to be bailed up by the goaltending, but I don't think that the goaltending has been up to the challenge so far. Either Ndalkovich or Grice or Robin Leonard hasn't been quite as good as he has been coming in relief for Marc-Andre Fleury. So I like a lot of goals in this game. Uh, at five and a half, I think that's that's a good bet.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm definitely right with you there. Uh, I was honestly considering betting Detroit Moneyline, and then I came to my senses, and I'm like, no fucking way they're going to go into Vegas at home and, beat the knights so i'm i uh, i'm definitely leaning more towards the over there like you said a lot of expected goals as well thomas greese is expected to get the uh expected to get the nod for detroit here currently sitting at a 4-5 and old record 3.20 goals against average and a 0.907 save percentage none of those numbers really jump off the table at me and as far as goals allowed from a team standpoint, Detroit sitting at 26th in the league and even Vegas is at 21st. So nothing, uh, nothing really too pretty there when it comes to this game. I think the over is probably the play, like you said, at uh, 5.5. All right, boys, that, uh, that covers our long, uh, our long Thursday straight. And uh, with that being said, what better way to grow the game than on a Friday night with two games in the NHL? That's such a bummer when I looked at that. And at first I thought it was one of the Ottawa games that they canceled or postponed, supposed to be slated here, but I don't even think that's the case.
0: No, I think it was a Saturday, I think it was Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday for Ottawa.
1: Yeah, kind of a bummer, but fair enough. We'll jump into it. We got a two-game docket. Might be a little bit of a shorter show this week, but it's hard to uh Hard to make bets when you only got two games on one of your two nights. With that being said, we'll jump into it. And the late start too a 10 p.m. start for the first game. We have the Winnipeg Jets against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, The game itself is in Vancouver. So far, what we have, Winnipeg Moneyline pays off minus 121. uh, Vancouver Moneyline plus 100. Haven't been able to find the over-unders yet on this game. So keep an eye out for that. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'm taking the over no matter what it is. Uh, Jets are coming off a back-to-back here. It looks like Eric Comrie's going to get the start. The Knucks have been pretty tough, to. I know offensively that they've been struggling as well, but we do know they have the, uh, the talent there. Quinn Hughes, Elias Pedersen, these are guys Brock Besser. They can put the puck in the net. It hasn't been clicking. I like the over here no matter what it is. Yeah, the Jets have been have been scoring some
0: goals recently. They scored five goals last game, three before that, four before that. See what they do in Adventine on, on on Thursday. Also see what the, the Canucks do against the Avs on Wednesday night, tonight. So, yeah, and the Canucks are giving up a lot of goals recently. So, so the over, I think, is a good look here. And I, I do like the Canucks at home against the Jets in a back-to-back if they put up a fight against the Avs.
2: Yeah, I'm just taking the plus money now because I don't think that they will be plus money on Friday. So purely a money, money play, but at the same time, the Jets, they'll be in a battle again against the Oilers. You know, they they got a strong rivalry developing there after being swept in the playoffs. So I, I think that this is a bit of an emotional letdown spot. You know, going into Vancouver the night after, they're playing a um, Oilers team who, who may well run you out of the building. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, I like the Canucks here. Uh, there's rumors that Travis Green mightn't be long for this league. Uh, he's on the hot seat. So we'll see how much the Canucks love their coach in the next couple of games. Uh, if they put up a fight against the Ass. I think that's better for this bet. But either way, it's, it's purely a money play. I'm going to grab the plus money now because I don't think that they will be plus money on Friday.
1: Yeah, that's a good call for sure. Uh, moving down to our last game on the Friday slate. Again, at the 10 p.m. slot. Two games all day, and they have them both starting at the same time. Who the fuck's making the schedule?
2: Um, I love it. Yeah, yeah I bet Canucks. you do. Let's go. <laughs>
1: Joel's going to have two screens set up. If there's a Friday <laughs> college football game, he'll have like his computer or something going. He'll be ready to go. Leftover tacos. <laughs> um, we have the Colorado Avalanche against the Seattle Kraken. Uh, the game itself is in Seattle. It looks like Colorado Moneyline pays off minus 155. Seattle Moneyline plus 135. And again, same thing. The over and under have yet to be released at the time of recording here. Uh, Joel, why don't you bring us home here, bud?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... So minus 155, yeah, minus 155. I got it minus 152. It's a steal because that line's gonna move, and you know, the crack can have their backers, but the uh, the ABS are just like a like a steamroll every friggin' game. The, the line goes the ABS way, so you just bet Colorado as soon as you can because it's inevitably gonna go up. That that's the way I'm looking here. Uh, they they look much better now, actually, ironically, since McKinnon got hurt. Uh, but of course, the rest of the team is coming back healthy as well so that helps a lot and Kemper's looking better than usual or he did earlier in the season so I, yeah I love the abs in the spot as well Um, yeah I'm loving these Friday games what are you complaining about (laughs)
0: how how is this line only minus 155 I mean I feel like that has to be I guess it's because it's in Seattle because if Colorado was home this would be probably minus two hundred or more so I gotta hop all over the abs at minus one fifty five before that for that moves up Seattle as we've talked about it, is just it's, it's they're not a good hockey team they're they're not built built well uh the abs are a good hockey team they're they're one of the best in the league even without Nathan McKinnon. so I like the abs here a lot at minus one fifty five.
1: I'm right there with you guys. Colorado's been, uh, like Joel uh, brought up, they've been playing pretty well without Nathan McKinnon. Maybe it's because the players can actually eat some ice cream and eat some pasta now. The boys are all <laughs> fired up. <laughs> they don't got him breathing down their neck. No, I'm just kidding. But I am with you guys there on the money line, minus 155. I'm also going to be monitoring the puck line as well. I think, uh, I think we could seriously see Colorado come in here and do some damage against the Kraken at home.
0: Yeah, also we take a look okay. at the at the over as well. Seattle's allowed 20 goals in the last four games prior to their Wednesday night game, and as the Blackhawks, the Abs have scored they scored seven against Vancouver, six against the Sharks, four in three straight games, uh, a few games before that. So uh, look look for the over here, potentially the Abs team total as well.
2: Could be a hour revenge game, right? First Ooh. game back against his old team. That's interesting. We'll see how that goes.
1: Or he just totally shits the bed and gets his bell run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, that covers our Friday game slate here. Again, only two games. But, hey, we got them covered for you. Uh, you ready to move down to our mortal locks, dogs, and totals here? Let's lock it in. All right, Ryan, kick us off here, bud.
0: All right, for, for my lock, I'm on Thursday night. Vegas Golden Knights at home against those Detroit Red Wings. I feel like they're, they're coming off a loss of the Canes. They're going to want, to want to get right back at it, get in the win column. I guess a team like Detroit, it should be pretty easy. They have a few few questionable players for Thursday night, but Mark Stone's back. they got they got a, got a good group there. And Vegas won three straight before their loss on Tuesday. They've won five of seven, seven of ten. I feel like they get it done here against Detroit at minus 165. For my dog, I'm, I'm going with the Rangers against the Leafs. I plus 150. I feel like Sisterkin can steal another game. The Rangers are hot. I feel like that, that's, that's good value there at plus 150 for my dog. Now for my total, I'm, I'm going back to the Flyers under five and a half. I feel like Carter Hart's going to put up another great game. under Vasilevsky, obviously one of the best goalies in the league. I think we see another low scoring game there.
2: I'm locking up the Canes here at minus 140. Uh, that's a criminally short price for the team that is miles better than the Ducks. All due respect to Ducks and the, the fellow quackheads. But... Uh, yeah, this is a better team, and uh, I think the Ducks are getting too much credit for their their long win streak here. They they've been in a lot of close games, you know, they got a little lucky at times, but Carolina has been dominating teams on almost a nightly basis, and they deserve their record more than the Ducks do. So I love the Kings in the spot at only minus one forty. My dog is the Canucks. Again, it's just a numbers play, plus one hundred. Just going to grab that now because the the Jets. They will likely be the dog on Friday. Uh, plus, they'll be involved in a war against the Oilers, that the, the Oilers will be desperate to win that game. So I think that they'll be going all out to win that one. And the total here is the Rangers and the, the Leafs. So we're five and a half because if you take out the goaltenders, this, this game could end in four, three, five, four. Um, so I'm just hoping that we get a, f- a few slip-ups from Campbell and Shosturkin because these teams both have the firepower to put a few past the, the goalie.
1: Yeah, like you said, there's a lot of firepower in that game. It'll be a fun one to watch for sure. Uh, moving in here, I'll take my luck. Ryan said it. It's getting chilly. It's jacket time. I got the Blue Jackets, minus 155 versus Arizona. How, how, do you really? Could you imagine Arizona winning two games in a row all year long? I just can't <laughs> see it. Elvis Merzlikan's playing well. Arizona's expected to start Kirill Vojmilka. I can't even say this guy's name. He's got a 0-9-1 record, though, so that's all I can say. Fuck that. Lock that in. Columbus as a, as my lock. For my dogs, I'm riding none other than Anaheim boys. These guys have been my dogs for the past three weeks, and they've come through for me every time. It's going to be tough against Carolina. We talked about it earlier. Obviously, Carolina is 100% the better team. But the Ducks are 7-2-0 at home. That arena's been bumping, too. If you guys got to watch the games, uh, the fans have definitely been behind the team, so that's always good to see. I'm taking Anaheim plus 120. And then for my over... Or my totals, rather... I'm leading the over towards the uh, Calgary and Buffalo game, paying off minus one five. The over itself is at five point five as it currently stands. Like I said, Buffalo has shit goaltending, but they've been known to be able to kind of put the puck in the net so far this year. And if Calgary does pop off, they can get three or four themselves. So I'm pretty confident with that at uh, sitting at five point five. All right, boys. Well, that pretty much covers it. Uh, don't want to drop this on you right now. Have you uh, have you gotten to take a little look into any of these weekend games yet on the Saturday slate or what?
0: I mean, let, me, let me take a look right now here. Let's see, see if we got, got any good games.
1: I'm looking right now. I kind of like the Leafs against Pittsburgh. To me, that's a puck line bet all day long right there. See what it's playing. It'll probably hover around the plus 120 line the way that uh, Pittsburgh's been playing lately. But I like my eyes on that
0: you got Lightning hosting the Devils at 4 o'clock. I feel like that, that that could be a good spot for the Lightning. The Devils on the road
2: there. Uh, Hawks, Oilers, another strong over game there.
1: Yeah. St. Louis versus Dallas here. We have a matchup of uh, the semifinals two or three years ago in the bubble. That was a pretty good series, so that could be a good game.
2: Yeah. And who doesn't love a good Boston-Philly matchup too? Yeah,
1: that's that a very good one. I think that's the game of the day for sure right there. To get pretty physical, and you could see some pretty friendly lines there, too. Keep an eye out. Obviously, uh, Philadelphia has been playing okay this year, and Boston's always going to be a juggernaut, apparently. I'll be betting Boston.
2: How can uh, you I'm not almost I come know. out of the line? <laughs>
1: I know
0: you
2: will,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: Florida, <laughs> might Minnesota. Be a, might be able to get a good line on the, the Red Wings in Arizona. I mean, Arizona's not too big of, of dogs against the Jackets, so, so it could be a similar line for, the, for Detroit.
1: For sure. And then uh, closing things off at 1030 with Washington versus San Jose in San Jose. That could be a fun game to watch too, guys. Like we said earlier, San Jose's kind of uh, surprised a lot of people. All of those L.A. teams have.
0: Yeah, that, that's not a bad uh, DJ and uh, got the over for goals on a, on a Saturday night.
1: Very true. Very true. All right, fellas. Well, that pretty much wraps everything up. Uh, like we brought up, kind of a short one this episode. But what can you do when there's only two games on a Friday night in the NHL? doesn't help the cause with that being said everybody like i said before go check out the sports gambling podcast network website always awesome stuff in there um keep an eye out for basketball bets college hoops bets i've been making a lot of money betting college hoops and i'm not even a basketball fan so that helps out a lot right there and uh check out the sports gambling podcast network slack group shout out to all of our pals in the slack group always a blast checking in there that makes my night guys when i see that popping off Nobody will be quacking tonight or tomorrow night except for myself. So if you want to join in, throw a couple of quacks with me.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see some some quacks there tomorrow. I'm sure maybe we'll, maybe we'll get some live action as well. But yeah, go to the Slack, for, especially for the Saturday slate. We'll, we'll definitely throw our picks in there. And also make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed on, on wherever you find your podcasts. For Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. For Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s go so ahead, subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars, let us know what you think
1: right on alright guys, well I am Talon Jenkins uh, you can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94 I'm Ryan Gilbert you can follow me on Twitter at
0: rgilbertsop
2: I'm Joel Meyer you can find me making some duck tacos, canes to roll <laughs> peace <laughs>